0: Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Jeff. As always, got another special guest for you today. Uh, Obviously, at this point, he's just a regular. Brad, how are you, man?
1: I'm well, man. Good to be back.
0: Good to have you back. Uh, Today, we're going to be going over the AFC West Complete Division Breakdown. Uh, It's going to be the first time we've talked football slash any kind of sports outside of wrestling on this podcast in a couple of weeks. And last week I took a little bit of a hiatus, but uh, back and hopefully a strong episode. You ready? I am. I wanted to start things off with a team that had a pretty high draft pick, and I think we're going to see a completely different team this year. I think you kind of agree. Let's start off with the Chargers. Do you want to uh, you want to top off with kind of how they finished out twenty nineteen?
1: Yeah, um twenty nineteen was a rough year. Uh Phillip Rivers, obviously we know with the twenty interceptions didn't look like it looked like he kind of fell off the cliff there, you know, in age. But they uh they lost the six of their last seven games with their only win coming against the dumpster fire in Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I you know, they, they had a lot of change. Uh they obviously take Justin Herbert out of Oregon, they make some trades. They acquired Casey Hayward. Uh, they they drafted, you know, the, the all you locals around here, they drafted K.J. Hill late in the rounds. They actually, this is a fun note, they actually acquired new QB coach, Pep Hamilton, who was the D.C. defender head coach from the XFL. That might be uh, an interesting move. But they obviously lose Phillip Rivers, and as of right now, I think everybody expects Tyrod to get at least uh, somewhat of a starting, starting gig there, at least for a couple of weeks. What do you think?
1: Um, I think it would be smart to start Tyrod Taylor because, I mean, you start looking at their schedule. They open against the Bengals, which I think would be a win. Um, but in their next four games, three of them are Chiefs, Buccaneers, Saints, And I don't think it would be smart to have Justin Herbert start his career that way. And going even forward into that, if they decided to give, you know, the keys over to Herbert, he could have his first three games be Jets, Dolphins, Jaguars, and even Raiders going into the bye. I think that would be an ideal scenario for them to start the season.
0: Leah, Let me pick up right where you said that. So I actually, I did this for every team of this division. So I went through and looked at their first five weeks and I basically gave a win loss of what I think they're going to do. So they open up the season at the Bengals. Like you said, I also have that being a W, but here's the thing. I could very easily see that also being a loss. If Joe Burrow can get that Cincinnati, it's first of all, it's on the road. It's at, it's at Cincy, you know, who, who knows what kind of electric crowd they're going to bring out. You know, first off you're going to, Fans potentially being back that could bring a ruckus crowd you got gerald burrow that could bring a ruckus crowd i don't know man plus i don't think the Bengals are as bad as we think i think they're a bad team but i don't think they're like oh my god atrocious i could see them winning that game but i could also see them losing but i over city that's a loss at home against carolina i have that being a loss On the road at Tampa Bay, I have that being a loss. And on the road at the Saints, I have that being a loss. So I have them starting one and five. And I agree with you. I think at that point, they're going to probably put Herbert in.
1: I just, I think when it comes to the Bengals and Panthers, I think there's no way the Chargers don't have a top three defense in the NFL. And I don't think that's good for, I think they can win on defense alone against the Bengals. That's
0: fair. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't disagree there, I don't disagree. I do have a couple of fun stats for you here. So the Chargers in twenty in twenty nineteen, they only carried the ball three hundred sixty six times. That was the fifth lowest in the league. So they didn't really establish much of a run game, especially because Melvin Gordon was out for a good of the year. And if they're not going to lean on the run game coming coming forward into twenty twenty. You're going to lead on Tyrod Taylor. Well, Tyrod Taylor in his last 48 games starting, he only has 53 touchdowns. So he's not exactly going over the top on you. Yeah. I I, I just don't know what kind of offense they're able to muster up with Tyrod Taylor. They're not going to turn the ball over. That's a good thing. And Rivers turned it over 20 times through the air alone by last year. So I I definitely agree with you that they can win on defense but I just think they're that bad offensively probably going for at least to start the year. I can't imagine that they're going to be in games.
1: Well, I think with uh when you look at their offensive line from the middle to the left having Mike Pouncey and then acquiring Trey or Try, I'm not sure how to say that it's a little weird but Turner and Brian Bulaga from the Packers I think the offensive line was a big issue for the Chargers with a statue like Rivers. I think upgrading the blind side of the line completely and then having a mobile quarterback, whether it's Tarot or Justin Herbert, I think they could do a lot of running with the quarterback as well. And I think, I think with Melvin Gordon sitting out, I think we found a star in Austin Eckler. And Justin Jackson's no slouch is a short downage back. I think they have a good one-two punch. And I think maybe that's something they reflect on and try and maybe try and use the quarterbacks more to help their run game.
0: Yeah, the one thing I did, I looked up some things on Austin Eckler. So he actually spent, on average, 3.9 seconds behind, I'm sorry, 3.09 seconds behind the line of scrimmage. That was actually the second worst in the league. So he wasn't breaking through the line of scrimmage. So what you just said, going out and getting an upgrade offensive line, could definitely help so Austin Eckler should be in for another breakout season probably even bigger than than last year so yeah anything else to add on the Chargers
1: not really I just think um a lot of people have kind of counted them out I, I every every person I kind of talk to kind of like ah oh, the Chiefs win the division you know the Chargers are you know they're they're okay but I don't. I just think people are dismissing two years ago that they were twelve and four. I mean, they had a few injuries. Uh, they lost Derwin James, but I mean, yeah. adding Chris Harris Jr., drafting Kenneth Murray at linebacker, getting Derwin James back. A lot of people don't know that they acquired Linval Joseph in the middle of that defensive line from the Vikings. I just think the Chargers are absolutely loaded. They're going to be suffocating on defense. I think it's going to be fun to watch. Honestly.
0: Okay, so let's let's roll with that narrative. Do you think that my one in five is unrealistic, or do you think that's realistic?
1: I I don't know if they have the quarterback play, and it's going to be hard to keep up with the Chiefs, Bucks, and Saints, especially because the Bucks and Saints are both away. That's really tough. But I think they beat the Bengals and Panthers, and honestly, I mean, we'll get more into the Chiefs later. But they play, um, you know, they come off the Texans, which I think they'll beat, and I think they're still gonna be riding a high coming into the Chargers, and I could see the division rivals beating them in that game. I think the Chargers could definitely home opener in Los Angeles in the new stadium, beat the Chiefs. I think I think they could be three and two and surprise some people. Cause that's definitely wow. their toughest
0: stretch, is that that first five. Yeah, it it is a brutal stretch. I mean, man, here's the thing. So if they let's say that let's hypothetically say I'm right and they start one and five. If they rolled off. Eight, hey Jeff, real quick. Yes.
1: Are you saying one and five is and you have them losing to the Jets
0: as well, Week Six? I'm sorry. Sorry, one and four. Okay. One and. Four. Sorry. You're so, good. No. Okay. Yes. Thank you for correcting me. One and four. So let's say they start one and four. If they rolled off, what is that? Nine of their next 12, right? Am I getting yeah. That right? Yeah. Nine of their next 12. I think nine and seven actually has an outside shot of being a playoff team in this league.
1: Absolutely.
0: I just think that's a tough ask. I don't have the rest of their schedule in front of me, but I mean, that's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see them being a playoff team. Do you, do you have them being a playoff team?
1: I definitely have them in the mix, and if we're just asking off the top of my head, yes, the Chargers are in the playoffs.
0: Okay. All right. Moving on to not the Oakland Raiders, but the oh. Los Vegas Raiders. A lot of key additions here. We'll start there. Henry Ruggs, obviously their big-time wide receiver draft pick, first wide receiver off the board. Uh, Damon Arnett, out of Ohio State, corner. They bring in Jason Witten. They bring in Marcus Mariota. They bring in Nelson Aguilar. They bring in Corey Littleton. They re-signed uh, Richie Incognito. I mean, they bring in a lot. What's their What's the end of 2019 look like for them?
1: Um, they lost five of their last six, and their only win came against the depleted out of the hunt
0: Chargers, looking for a quarterback. Yeah, that's tough. I uh, I don't see 2020 starting off good for them. So we'll let me give you my predictions here. So you got at Carolina. I'm high on Carolina. I, I mean, I, we I like. just kind of we disagreed a second ago that you think that the Chargers might beat them. I think Carolina's gonna be all right. I think Carolina beats them week one. Then they have to travel. I'm sorry, they play New Orleans at home. I think New Orleans still beats them, especially since that's a dome. Drew Brees ain't gonna suffer in the a dome. Then they go on the road at New England. I actually this isn't a homer pick. I like New England to win that game there too. Then they play the Bills at home. I just think the Bills are actually gonna be one of the better teams in the AFC. I think that's a win for the Bills. And then they got then they gotta go on the road at Kansas City. I have them opening up at 0 and 5. How much do you disagree?
1: honestly uh the Panthers game opening days a flip because the Panthers are literally just such a new team, and there's hardly like with covid nineteen there's really they haven't gotten as much you know prep time as a normal off season but um even though I'm not high in the Patriots this year, they are on a short week against Bill Belichick because they play the Saints Monday night, so I do think that they lose that game um. They could very well be 0-5. I don't like the Raiders at all. And the Panthers I could see definitely winning that game at home.
0: Yeah, I, I see here's the thing. I don't I don't think the Raiders are a dumpster fire by any means. I also but I also think that they probably overachieved in 2019, and I still think they're not quite there. And I don't care who's at the quarterback. I don't think this is a great football team. I think it's a I think they're below average. I think they're probably flirting with average. They're not by any means a playoff team, in my opinion. I'm not, I'm, I think you probably agree. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I uh, the, the one thing is, is, if you look at Carr's number, so Carr had 100.8 passer rating, good for ninth in the league. 70.4% completion, second best in the league. He actually, his expected completion percentage was 67.9. That was still second best in the league. And the crazy thing is, is he averages 2.82 seconds to throw. That's the sixth worst in the league. So he he actually did a lot with little time. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, uh, uh, the stats come off the page that they're actually good, but I just don't love them.
1: I, I just think when it comes to the Raiders – you know everyone especially with everyone playing fantasy football these days you understand how many playmakers and how many you know good quarterbacks and offenses and great offensive play we have the Raiders defense is so bad like I don't I can't even like sugarcoat it like you said they overachieved to seven and nine those Derek Carr numbers that team should have been in the playoffs like if their quarterback's playing that well and Josh Jacobs, I think he probably should have won Rookie of the Year. I mean, he was certainly a candidate. But you talk about all this stuff, you know, Darren Waller, their tight end kind of popped off the page. They have these weapons, and it's like they cannot stop a nosebleed. They can't do anything on defense. And I don't think they drafted the right pieces or acquired a whole ton. I mean, you named off a couple of players, but I'm not ranting and raving about any of those guys. They just seem to kind of be – guys who started other places but they didn't really pop off the page hence why they're leaving their
0: yeah no i definitely agree with what that assessment i mean outside of henry ruggs who we i think we have high expectations for damon arnett wasn't even a projected first round pick they end up taking him in the first round jason Witten's way past his time he's just gonna be a veteran leader in the locker room he's definitely not overtaking darren waller by any means Marcus Mariota hypothetically speaking if he's your starter I don't have the numbers in front of me but I think he's a career 500 I mean he's not next level quarterback Nelson Aguilar drops everything I I don't know I I agree with you their names definitely names but that's it
1: I think I think you like the defense they have you have to have an offense that can carry the entire franchise and they have like an okay offense that at times plays really well, but you can't you don't ever go into a game saying, Oh, the Raiders offense is gonna destroy this defense. Like that's not something anyone ever really says. So it's like when you have a defense as weak as theirs, I just don't think they win many games. Hence they go into their bye week week six, oh and five, in both of our opinions.
0: Yeah, yeah, I d I don't know. I don't see how somebody can really argue it. I it let's say And, you know, like you said, Carolina with a new team, fine. Let's give them the one win. They're still 1-4. I don't think they beat New Orleans, New England, Buffalo, or Kansas City. You're still 1-4. Oh, man, I think that they have a very good shot at getting – I know this is this is a stretch, but I think they have a shot at either or getting either Lawrence or, or Fields out of Ohio State. I think they're going to be at a quarterback it's, on from the next year draft.
1: I do, too, because, I mean, just a little more insight. Say they, they're 1-4 and four or 0-5. Oh when they come out of the bye, they're home against Tampa Bay. Then they have to go at Browns, at Chargers, and travel across the country twice. They have to go from Las so, Vegas to Cleveland and then all the way back to the Chargers, and that's – there are three games. I favor the Buccaneers, Browns, and Chargers in all three of those games, too.
0: Yeah, the, the Buccaneers are going to beat them. The Browns, I think, are going to be much improved in 2020. I would like them to beat them. And the Chargers, I think we both agree that at that point, Herbert's in. And their team is talented enough, at least defensively, that could get the win. They might be 0-8. Yeah,
1: I don't favor Derek Carr Mariota against the Chargers secondary at all. I mean, they've got no. four pro bowlers in the secondary and three of them in the front seven. And who knows what Kenneth Murray will be.
0: Yeah, that's that's tough, man. They're going to the be the worst team in the week a... by Week 10. I'll put it
1: down right now.
0: I can't argue. I can't even remotely argue. Well, I think it's already been answered, but this, this team's clearly not a pay, playoff team. Are we agreeing there? 100%. Is this team picking in the top five in the draft next year?
1: I think the Raiders will have a top three pick in the draft next year.
0: I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I don't have the other teams. Uh, Yeah, I have their whole
1: schedule. I think there will be a top three pick.
0: All right. Well, I'm rolling with it. I agree with you. All right. Moving on. The Denver Broncos. Now, before I get into anything, I want to say that this team's offseason was one of my top three favorites. With that being said, we're going to be kind of hard on them here. So, their key additions are Melvin Gordon, A.J. Boye, Jarrell Casey, their first-round pick, Jerry Judy, and another rookie they drafted, I think, I believe, in the third round, K.J. Hamler. Okay. (laughs) What did they do to finish up 2019?
1: Well, actually, in 2019, season was all but over. So they throw Drew Locke in to see what he's made of. And in his five games, they go four and one. And their only loss was to the Chiefs, who they ended pretty well with the Super Bowl trophy. So, I mean, the Broncos with Drew Locke look like an NFL team.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, I'm gonna kick you off with my 2020 first five predictions. I'm tough on them, man. I uh, they kick off the season with the Tennessee Titans. I don't exactly know what to make the Tennessee Titans, but I think that the Titans are better, and I have them taking the W there. Then they go on the road at the Steelers, and I think the Steelers. I think they lose the Steelers. Then they go they, – I'm sorry, they host Tampa Bay. I think they lose the Tampa Bay. Now, I want to touch on this real quick. Tom Brady goes to Denver. Everyone's going to be like, oh, Tom Brady can't win in Denver, right? That, that's the uh... – Tom Brady can't – sorry, my son's trying to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tampa Tampa Bay goes to Denver. Tom Brady in Denver, struggles there, right, everybody? Denver's still going to be very – at this point. Drew Locke is going to have roughly eight starts under his belt. We're still going against Tom Brady. I don't know. I like Tampa Bay to win that game. But, then they have, they go to the Jets. I think they win that. And then they go to the Patriots. They have a shot at winning. And depending on how well they're at, I could see it getting a W, but I'm going to give them a loss that puts them at two and three, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't know. I, uh, I, I am high on the Broncos, but I think they have a rough start to start the season at five weeks. And uh, I don't know. What, what are you thinking? What do you see?
1: Um, I have the Broncos winning against the Titans week one. Um,
0: Did, did I not say that? Cause I do too.
1: Oh, I thought you had the Titans beating the Broncos.
0: Sorry that I misspoke. Nope. I have the Broncos beating being,
1: you know, I could have misheard you, but okay. So we have week one, the same. Um, again, I'm not going to predict injuries. If big Ben is healthy, the Steelers win that game. Um, they do. I
0: have the Steelers yep. winning that too. Yeah.
1: They lose to Tampa Bay. I have them beating the jets and I have them beating the Patriots. Um,
0: I'm not going to argue.
1: Yeah. I'm not I can argue that it, it's a different team, but, um, I just think – I think the Broncos, I would really love to see them go out and get Jason Peters at left tackle. He's still a free agent. I think that would be a tremendous signing for them. But here's where I think – I don't really look at A.J. Boye as an addition simply because they lost Chris Harris Jr. That's kind of like a plug-in to me. But when I look at the way Drew Locke played, and you can tell the teams behind him, and they have Cortland Sutton, who I am higher on than most. Deshaun Hamilton played well. You add Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. Don't forget about Noah Fant at tight end, who's who's a young guy going into year two. He looked good. A one-two punch with Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay. I think this team scores a lot of points this year. I think they're going to do really well in offense. And an addition almost would be Bradley Chubb because he missed all of last year. So to add Jarrell Casey to that defensive line and have Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, the, the different kinds of looks they're going to be able to give teams on defense and their elite pass rush, I think the Broncos are an absolute headache because if you, if you have a bad first quarter – here's my thing on the Broncos. I know you said we're going to be tough on them. If you have a bad first quarter against the Broncos, they are going to be tremendously difficult to come back against. Their team is built to, you know, get a lead, have their elite pass rush take over. I believe they're a team that could play from behind as well. But, I, I mean, if the Bronco, if Broncos get a two-possession lead on you, I think the Broncos win that game. So, if they start fast, I think they could beat anybody in the league. Well,
0: a couple of things here. So, Sutton, you said you're high on him. He actually averaged 43% of the team's intended air yards. That was best in the league. So Sutton was definitely their workhorse. They added two other receivers in the draft. They are clearly looking to give Drew Locke targets. So I agree. They're going to be something to do in, in the air. But the crazy thing is they have a far way to go because passing first downs last year, 162 is the third lowest in the league. Rushing first downs, seventy-seven, fifth lowest in the league. They couldn't move the ball. They couldn't get first downs. They weren't good offensively. So they brought in some good offensive pieces. Do they still have Royce Freeman?
1: I don't think it matters at this point, but I can look real quick. They do have Royce Freeman. I mean,
0: so they have three running backs. That's the only thing I don't like. I just feel like once you have too many, it, you almost don't. You almost can't get somebody in a groove. I, I like two. I definitely like two, but three is just like holy. Cow, I don't know. The, the run game needs. They need to trade somebody or cut somebody or something needs to happen there. I do like Melvin Gordon being their lead back and Phil Brunzzi being second. But uh, Drew Locke is probably one of the better quarterbacks they've had in a little bit since Peyton, probably obviously. And I do like what the Broncos are going to do. What does their six, seven, and eight weeks look like?
1: They uh, play their home against the Dolphins.
0: So that could be a win. And
1: when it's a rival, when it's a division rival, you have to take it, you know, hit or miss. But they are home against the Chiefs. I think they have a bye week the following week. I think they play extra hard against the Chiefs, not just because they're the Chiefs Super Bowl champions, I get all that, but going into the bye week, you know, you get to rest up a little bit the next week. You know, maybe you – you know, I just don't know. I, I, I like the Broncos as a possible upset there. Obviously, you favor the Chiefs, but they have Dolphins Chiefs both at home.
0: Yeah, I, you know, based off what I have written down and based off what you just told me, I think they're probably 3 and 4. That's just my opinion. That's that's quite a hole to dig out of obviously for a young team. I do think this team has a lot of potential though. So I'm not ruling them out. I would I would I would not be shocked to see them in the playoffs, but I I don't know. It's uh this it's a tough open for them. It's a very tough open because the the Dolphins are are improved too, you know. They're hard coached, they got a lot of pieces. Yeah. You're going to be hard-pressed to uh, to just give this team wins. They're just not that good, you right.
1: know?
0: I don't know. Anything else to uh, put on the Broncos? Do you have them in the playoffs?
1: Um, the Broncos are, are definitely in the hunt. Um, actually, if you'll indulge me here, just what I've been looking at around the league, in my opinion, I think uh, I'm going to go whole AFC just real quick. I think the winners of the AFC East and South obviously make the playoffs. I think the other five teams from the AFC come from the North and from the West. So what out of the Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs, Steelers, Ravens, Browns, I think five of those six teams will represent the rest of the AFC in the playoffs.
0: I don't necessarily know that I agree. Yeah, I mean,
1: there's time to look and think uh. of that, but. I don't have the Dolphins. I don't have the Jets. I don't have the Texans. I don't have the Colts.
0: You don't have the Texans making. The I do plans. not. It's not in front of me, but that's uh, just just hearing that's tough to swallow. But we'll have to uh, I guess. We, we have to will have see. to wait and see. AFC but stuff, Brad's bold predictions. Finish, I like but...
1: to put them on the uh, the old pod.
0: No, I you know I appreciate you putting them out there. Uh, anything else to add on the Broncos? No. All right. Well, Super Bowl Fifty Four, the reigning champs, the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know that they have a lot of key additions because they didn't lose much, but they obviously drafted Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. What uh, am I missing? Anything else?
1: Um, it's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. But yeah, Hilaire. it's it's a Sorry. weird name. It's a weird <laughs> name, but. To be honest, no. I mean, he's the only guy that I think they drafted or gotten free agency. I mean, their second round pick, Willie Gay, I think he's out of Mississippi State linebacker. He'll probably play.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: But I mean, they've got a few playmakers, you know, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Tyron Matthew. Bershawn Breland at corner played really well last year. But um, yeah, I mean, no one can stop their offense, so until that happens. I don't really know what to say.
0: Well, they obviously, I don't know if it even makes any sense to go over there, the end of 2019 because it doesn't matter. They ended up winning the Super Bowl. so. But they're going to kick off 2020 with the first game of the year against Houston. I have that being a W. I think they win that game. <laughs> then I have them going on the road to the Chargers. I have them winning that game. Then they go on the road to the Ravens. And I actually have them losing this game. Then they host New England. I have them winning that game. And then they host the Raiders, and I have them winning that game, starting off 4-1 on the way to try and defend their Super Bowl title. What do you think of that? What um,
1: think? One, I'd like to add, again, to reiterate like how I kind of blew your mind, I guess, a little bit ago. I think they absolutely slaughter the Titans opening Thursday night. I think it's a blowout. I think they de- I think they the destroy Texans? the Texans, Jeff. Like, it's not going to be good. Like, don't let the kids watch. It's going to be bad. <laughs> um, however, I do think they're on such a high. I think they lose week two to the Chargers. Then they lose week three to the Ravens. And they're like, okay, you know, they're not just going to hand us the Super Bowl. And then I, I think they, they win majority of their games the rest of the year, but I do think they beat the Patriots Raiders right after that. Their first five, I think they're three and two. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of swirls. Oh, the Chiefs are struggling on the road but winning home games. But
0: I think they put all that to bed sooner rather than later. But
1: I think they start three and two.
0: You know, the, the Chargers one, that's, that's bold, obviously. I just – here's the thing. If Justin Herbert plays week one and he plays all right, I cannot see – that's fine. It, you know, that Herbert goes into week two and maybe plays the game of his life and they pull up an upset. I just can't see Tyron Taylor putting up enough points to – unless you're so high on the defense that the defense is going to smother right. Kansas City and they're going to win a 21 to. All right, we're going to
1: get a little – a little hot here in a minute. I don't want to say anyone Let's smothers the Chiefs' defense, but I do think they can be slowed down. And if there is a defense in the league built to match up with the Char- or yeah, with the Chiefs, it's the Chargers. Travis Kelsey.
0: Oh, they, yeah. they did it for a reason. They you did have Derwin James
1: for Travis Kelsey, and you have three Pro Bowl corners. You obviously have to have some kind of help from their speed over the top. But, I mean, their defensive line, their secondary, Kenneth Murray was one of the faster middle linebackers in the draft. Their defense is built to stop the Chiefs, and that's what you have to do. I think the Chargers give the Chiefs problems. And like I said, if my predictions are right, which they could not be, obviously, and they do blow out the Texans, the Chiefs are going to feel almost untouchable already going into the Chargers game, in my opinion. And I think they lose it. I, yeah. think, I think the Chargers are going to shock a lot of people. Like I said, I, I have them in the
0: playoffs. I'll tell you what. If they beat Kansas City, I don't care if it's by a point. If they beat Kansas City week two, I will have to rewrite everything that I think of the, Chief, of the Chargers. Not what I think of the Chiefs, because I think the Chiefs are still going to be there. I think they're going to contend for a Super Bowl again. Okay. But... Gosh, I just, I see the defense. Totally get it. I'm there with you. I just don't think their offense is anything to write home about. And I think you need some kind of offense to, to win in this league. But well, I like that
1: take, but is the Chiefs' defense anything to write home about?
0: It, it played well at the yeah. end of last year.
1: But he I think the Chargers' matters. offense can play well too. I think it's strength against strength both ways against the, this team, this matchup in general.
0: That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I uh, where do you where do you have the Chiefs? You have them. I mean, obviously this team's gonna they're gonna make the playoffs. Are we agreeing there?
1: Yes, Jeff. In a seven-team format, I will shock you, and I will say yes. The Chiefs will make the playoffs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you think they return to the Super Bowl? I know we're we are jumping, jumping
1: way far ahead, but you can't have the Steelers and Chiefs in a Super Bowl, am I right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, New England Oh, Steelers, it's a three way three party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be a triple threat match in the AFC championship. Yikes. Uh couple things here. Pat Mahomes first in the league in forty yard completions. I'm sorry, second in the league. Only Jack. <laughs> The, the team, even when he was out, they didn't miss a beat. They still threw for a ton of yards, 4,690 for the year. That was fourth most in the league. They didn't carry it a whole lot, 375 carries. That was the lowest. I don't know. I think that this team offensively is is a is a, a, I mean, it's problem.
1: the same thing we saw time and time again last year, where it's like, all right, it's uh, 10-7 Chiefs you go to like make popcorn, you come back and it's like 38, 13 chiefs. And you're like, I just don't, I walked away for a couple minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, um, I know we're big yeah. Colin Collard guys, but he said the chiefs red zone is the 50 yard line, not the 20. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's true. It's unreal what we're seeing from the chiefs. Cause they, they have this track meter. I mean, I don't, we don't have to get into it. People know they're just ridiculous. You can't stop them. At best, you can slow them down. And like you said, you need to outscore them to win, which is football. It's kind of self-explanatory, but you get it.
0: I'll bury myself right here on the pod. Last year when the Texans were up, were they up 20 nothing?
1: Uh, It was something. I was at work, so don't tell Menards I was on the phone checking updates, but
0: I believe it was twenty-eight nothing. I could be wrong. Maybe it was twenty-four nothing. I think it was twenty-four nothing. So they're down twenty-four nothing. And I actually tweeted out slash Facebook posted, "Rest in peace." Chief. They're done. Oh. <laughs> and within Boom. within minutes, I had people destroying my feed, and I ended up looking like an absolute fool. So. With that being said, the chiefs are the chiefs.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're Any, just going to do things like that.
0: Anything else on the AFC West?
1: I'm just going to put it out there. I think you guys have gotten the gist from this whole podcast and I will do more in-depth analysis on my end on a total, you know, Pickum's pre-preseason. I really think the Chargers could win this division. I really do. I I think they're that good of a team. I think they could really take the AFC West this year.
0: Wow. All right. Is that a prediction or is that a don't be?
1: Uh, It's not a prediction because you'd have to favor the Chiefs, but I would say a don't be surprised. I still think the Ravens are going to be the number one seed. Barring injury, obviously, I think the Ravens are the number one seed. And without the absolute struggle for a bye, I think that, you know, you never know how teams, you know, play harder for the bye or this or that. But I think the Chargers could possibly beat the Chiefs both times they play them and with a tiebreaker in their back pocket. Because, like I said, no team matches up better with the Chiefs, in my opinion, than the Chargers. And if Absolutely. the Chargers if the Chargers steal both games against the Chiefs, it's totally game on.
0: Well, there it is. I uh, I think the, I think the Broncos probably finished second in that division just based off of what I think their potential is. So I'll disagree with you there. I had the Chargers finishing third, but I wouldn't be shocked. I just don't think they have the offense. That's it. So,
1: yeah. I mean, it it's June. I mean, it's, it's freaking June. I wish it was August, but you know what it is.
0: God, I, I miss football.
1: I know we're talking about it,
0: and it's like no one showing up to training camp. There hasn't been a single
1: ball thrown, and I'm throwing out who's going to make the playoffs and this and that. I sound like a
0: dumbass, probably, but hell, at this point, we don't even know for a fact there's going to be a season. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> All right, man. Basketball's coming to. back to baseball, so yeah. there'll be a season. Yeah, hopefully. Well, man, good talking to you. Thanks for coming on the pod. AFC East, or AFC West, total breakdown here. Uh, yeah, see you next time.
1: Yep, thanks for having me.
0: Yep, later.